I started recording. <laughs> I can't recording. Do you want me to start? <laughs> Welcome to the Let's Debrief podcast. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Ashley Zimmerman. <laughs> Hello, I'm Jenna, and this is our first ever recording. Woo! So, Ashley and I met. When did we meet? We met in, I think it was mid- early 2019. The Ish. listeners are upset that you don't know the wording. <laughs> You don't know when you met your best friend. Uh, but yeah, I was working in anthropology and I, it was funny because uh, we met like our relationship was like solidified through church and everything, but we went to the same church and I just saw Jenna walk into anthropology one day and I'm pretty sure it was like the weekend before that on stage, our pastor was like, Tanner and Jenna, you guys just got married, didn't you? Or just got engaged, didn't you? And they're like, yeah, woo. And so I saw her at Anthropology and I was like, oh, she just got engaged. Like our pastor called her out this weekend. And then she like brought a little cute mug, like those like cute, like uh, Anthropology initial mugs up to Everyone the counter. Everyone knows them. Everybody knows them. You had one at one point. And it was a cute little S mug because she's about to be a Solich. And I was like, so cute. And then I was like, you go to Amplify, right? <laughs> Amplify is our church for all of the worldwide listeners <laughs> who have no idea who we are. For all of our non-Pittsburgh listeners. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's like how we met. But then my husband, Tanner, started working on the creative team at church, which is where Ashley was also already working when mm-hmm. he got hired there. So I would just, like, go and hang out with them. And I remember, like, the one night they were doing, like, a late night thing where they were just, like, recording something or whatever. And we um, we just were in this room just trauma-dumping on each other about our past. Yeah. I felt like we – it's, like, interesting, I feel like, in a workplace, like, when you're, like, really close, like, with somebody's, like, husband, and then you're, like – I need to be, like, best friends with the wife. Like Yes, like, you feel, like, this obligation to, like, let them know that you're not a threat. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's, like, immediately what I felt. And so I was, like, I need to be friends with Jenna. And then, like, we started talking in two seconds. And I was, like, oh, wait. Like, this isn't, like, cautionary anymore. I actually love her. <laughs> and we've never stopped talking since. <laughs> and that is why we have decided to start this podcast. Um, because... Well, the big incident that happened that made us... Well, okay. (laughs) Before that, we um, became obsessed with podcasts in general, like, around the same time and, like, loved the same podcasts and were just, like, super into them, would talk about it all the time and stuff. And then we went on this trip. When was it? That was in May. In May. um, We went on a trip to D.C., um and we were shooting a wedding together which it's kind of jumping ahead but like (laughs) we both are like in creative fields and like both do photography and things like that um so anyways we went on this trip to dc it's how far is it from here like three hours it was three hours we drove like down on like friday and then hung out, then spent the day on Saturday, shot the wedding, and then Sunday drove back. And literally. The entire we time. We were talking. Nonstop. 
And it was just like, like, I feel like even when my husband and I like started to like date, I hadn't dated in like a while. And I was like, I'm so nervous, like of conversation ever dying out with someone. (laughs) But also something about Jenna is that she never in her car she never has any like if there's somebody else in the car she never has any music playing and so (laughs) the entire time too I'm like oh my gosh like if conversation dies is it gonna be awkward and it like I mean conversation I feel like would like kind of settle for like two seconds and I'd be like wait did you hear about anyways so I've been thinking about this the the no music in the car is (laughs) something that I get a lot of flack for And here's the thing. I have a problem with sensory things, (laughs) which I didn't realize that this is why I was doing it for so long. But, like, I can't focus on if someone is talking to me and a song is playing, especially if it's a song I know, my brain is singing the song. It can't listen to the person. And it... Then I started to realize that it also kind of goes, the same thing kind of happens, like, if there's a song playing and, like, the heat is blasting or, like, a song is playing and I'm, like, um, looking at the map, it doesn't work for my Mm -hmm. brain. Too much happening. So, too much happening. So, whenever I'm in the car, first of all, I never even listen to music when I'm alone. I always just listen to podcasts. But whenever someone's in the car, I'm like... Well, if I think of a thought, I'm going to have to pause the music, so I'm just not going to play it in the first place. So literally, we drove to D.C. the full three hours talking nonstop with no music on the entire time. So, I mean, conversation would maybe settle for like two minutes and then we'd be like, oh, yeah, wait, another thing. And it was just two minutes of silence, but... It's or I, I feel like maybe we even put a podcast on, but again, they would bring up we would be listening and they would like say something and we're like, actually, I have thoughts about that. <laughs> and then we're like, okay, on to the next thing. But and then we went into the hotel and we genuinely were sitting in our opposite beds talking. Like we were watching like a show. Didn't we try to watch a movie or something? And but yeah, then the whole time like, we're just like pointless. anyways. <laughs> and like I'm not kidding. We like turned the lights out, we'd be talking with the lights out. And then we'd fall asleep. And then we're like, okay. And then we wake up and be like, so I was thinking about this last night. (laughs) And literally, it was like three days straight. We were just talking. And then we were like, why are we not recording this? Because the podcasts that we love are literally just girls hanging out and talking. Yeah. And it's just like, there's no real goal. There's like, not like a. It's just fun. Yeah, it's not a topic. It's just, like, obviously the episodes will have topics, but, like, it's nothing, like, strict. It's nothing, like, we're going to be educational about this or anything. It's just, like, literally just girl talk, entertainment, mm. good vibes. Good vibes. Yeah. You Oh, say probably. about the debrief. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we came up with the idea, like, after the trip, we are like, we should just – Yeah, we should start a podcast, if for anything else, to just have these recordings for our kids one day to listen back on. We're like, how cool would that be? Just like, and like, obviously, we'll talk about like different things that are happening in our lives. And I'm like, that's so fun to just like have a recording of it. Um, But yeah, as we were started talking about what the podcast name should be one day. um, Well, okay, so we typically go, I feel like, on a lot of trips, like as a group, like we are like our 
Jenna and I are both married and we're our husbands are really good friends. We have other like really good friends that we'll take trips with. And then sometimes we take trips by ourselves and we'll text like each other like during like the trip like, oh my gosh, this is happening, this is happening. But it always there's always a big meeting after something big happens. And Jenna and I just kept saying to each other, just save it for the debrief. Save it for the debrief. And so And we kept saying that and then like at the same time we're like, What's our podcast gonna be called? And like could not think of it. And then what eventually thought of like anything under the sun. It was gonna be Jenna's address, I feel like at one point. <laughs> they were all so stupid. And then we were like, Oh, we should just call it Let's Debrief because I feel like that's something that so many people do too. Yeah. Is like whenever you haven't seen your friends in a while and you're like, I don't wanna tell them this thing until I like can tell them in person it's like i see their and reaction see, yeah i was gonna say see their genuine reaction yeah. yeah it's like you get little snippets until the big meeting and we just figured we would all come together once a week and just debrief with other people too <laughs> and sometimes like whenever we would um be like texting we have like a group message with all of our friends we'll like say to each other like I'm not going to tell the full story until we can have the debrief, but here's a hint. And we'll, like, send, like, some hint words. So, anyways, that's how we came up with the name. And hope you guys like it because... That's what we're going with. That is <laughs> what we're going with forever. Well, you should get to know a little bit about the two people the here. Girlies. <laughs> the girlies here. Uh, I'll start. Um, my name is Ashley. Uh, like I said in the beginning, I... What's your full name? My name is Ashley Rose Zimmerman. <laughs> um, What's your maiden name? <laughs> God. My maiden name is Eckberg. I am one month into marriage um, at this point. I got married on October 1st. Um, so that's definitely something that's very new in my life. Um, but it was a lot of fun. And Jenna was my matron of honor. It was very sweet. Well, Tell she us. was also like seven months pregnant yeah tell us about um that's also kind of like something about us is how you met your husband oh yeah like that's a great story that. um so yeah jenna literally jenna and her husband tanner are literally the reason that i am married <laughs> or just found my husband in general <laughs> to anyone <laughs> um but yeah my husband cole went to school and like youth group with Jenna and Tan um, in, like, their small, like, hometown. And so when I started to hang out with them, like, Cole, I think, was in his freshman year of college. And so they were like, oh, yeah, like, Cole's going to come over for dinner tonight. Like, oh, he's just, like, a friend from home. And I genuinely, like, the first time I met him thought, like, he was, like, four years younger than me. And so I was like, oh, like, I just always in my mind was like, that's just Cole. Like, they said that they went to youth group together. Like, he's just, like cole and like i never <laughs> thought of him like more than that at all and then finally jenna one day was like you know he's a year younger than you and i was like oh tell about like what you said at first about your sister too oh, this is so embarrassing i feel like i just even told my sister this like only a few months ago um but like the first time i met cole i was like he is so sweet he would be perfect for my younger sister <laughs> and which i totally get like Especially that you thought that he was younger. I feel like there's so many, like, guys that I see that I'm like, I would have dated him when I was younger, so my sister should date him. Yeah. And, and my sister and I are only two years apart, and so, like, I just thought Cole was, like, two to three years younger. And so I was like, yeah, just go date Lou. 
but Ashley was also very against dating a younger guy for some reason. Which I've always listened. <laughs> people have told me for forever, you're so mature for your age. So I'm like, if I'm mature for my age, I need to be dating up, not yeah. down. It's just funny because literally all of our friends are married to younger guys. Like that's so true. Almost everyone right now. Wow, myself. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, our friend group, all of the girls are older. Yeah, it's it's a secret. <laughs> it's a secret to a long and happy it's life. It's a secret to a happy life. Um, but yeah, we are only a year apart. But yeah, I tried to pawn him off to my sister in the beginning. Um, but yes, so I met him. I met Cole at a conference our church had in 2019. Um, that was like when I started to become closer with Jen. They and t- actually met at our house and they said it in their vows so and well i was gonna jump very much ahead but yes we did meet at jen and tan's house to film something for the conference in my mind i'm like it's the overall conference but yes technically our first meeting was um in their kitchen and we like met before we went out to shoot something and then we hung out more through the conference and then after that i don't think i saw cole until like some point well I guess because then it became COVID like not long after that so I feel like I didn't see him until the fall uh he yeah it's like very <laughs> like it's a it's an interesting like dynamic but how our relationship really solidified is that Tanner uh Jenna's husband was um leaving his role at the church to focus on their photo and video business and he suggested Cole for the job and so then that's when Cole and I were around each other a lot more. We became really good friends. And then um, after he got out of a relationship, then, you know, I just always say, like, the the blinds were lifted. And I was like, hey, you're attractive. And we started dating that summer. So they started dating whenever we all went to. Well, they weren't dating, but they started our like, first kiss being together. Yes. When we all went on a trip to the Outer Banks and. It was great. I said this in my speech, like, at their wedding, but, like, it's it literally is terrifying whenever your friends start dating people because they, a lot of times, like, okay, obviously you have to change whenever you're in a relationship. Like, things are going to change, and that's good and should happen. But a lot of times I feel like a lot of friendships have been drifted or lost through people getting married and moving away Mm -hmm. or just marrying someone that just doesn't like click with you and it just like sucks so like them dating was the best because like not only were we already friends with Cole and Ashley separately, but also Cole was from our hometown. And so, like, <laughs> then, like, that got, like, blended into it. And, like, now it's, like, not that they're just, like, oh, our friends from church. But, like, whenever we go home for the holidays, like, we're all we're in there. the same place. Like, yeah. it's just, like, the perfect scenario. So, yeah, it's great. It. Yeah, I'm like, I was always, like, our, we had, like, our friend group, like, before Cole, and Cole, like, was, would occasionally, we always had, like, after church hangs, and he would occasionally come around, but we had, like, a lot of guy friends, and, like, I was, like, I'm just so, and every, like, everyone would even say to me, too, because it was, I was really, like, the only unmarried, like, girl, only (laughs) only girl, like, 
Everyone always try, would try to pawn you off on people. Yeah. And so I was – and Tanner and, like, Joe would always be like, who you marry is, like, really going to matter. Like, don't bring a dud <laughs> around here. And I was like, oh, my gosh, okay. But it really was, like, perfect when Cole and I started dating. Um, and then we got engaged in Jenna's backyard <laughs> in May. <laughs> I'm really a large part of this story. <laughs> Um, it was why? actually it was a week after that trip to DC, and I the entire oh that was like God. what we kept talking about on the drive too. Because I was like, Jenna, I'm so freaking mad. I like am wanting to him to propose so bad, and you're just like, really? Well, okay. Here's the thing: they knew that they wanted to get married in October, and because they were like, we want to do it this year, but we are not going to do it in the winter, so we're going to do it in October, and then. It was May. It was already May. And, like, mm-hmm. to be fair, he was, like, not understanding, like, how time-sensitive it was, yeah. I think. Which, Jenna, like, we weren't engaged yet, and Jenna was like, you need to book a venue. Like, you're yes. – if you're really for sure about this, start making plans. Also, like, just being in the wedding industry, I was just like – like, we have already been booked out for two years. So I was like, I'm just, like, afraid that you're not going to be able to find stuff. And so, yeah, you were definitely valid concerns about that. But I did know that he was going to do it the next week. And on that trip, you kept being like, he doesn't even have the ring yet. I know he doesn't. And, like, getting so mad about it. There were so many things, like, at play because he, like, was – we were getting, like, a family ring. And then we were going to be in California the week after he ended up proposing. And he kept telling me to, like, to essentially throw me off, like – yeah, like we, I mean, I can't get the ring until like we go to California to get it from your grandma. And I'm like, then you're not going to propose until June. And like, then my parents were going to be gone for a while. So we were looking at like late June, July, and then to turn around and plan a wedding in October. And I was panicked. I was like, yeah, this is the worst. And it like already ended up being like, I feel like you guys had a lot of trouble like oh my gosh pulling I it off. yeah I don't think we found a venue and we can do a full separate episode truly on this I don't think we found a venue until I'm trying to remember like dates and everything it was maybe like late June early July something like that it was very very stressful and honestly it was our ended up being our dream venue but our luck in it was that this like lady just had like listed her property and just hadn't had a lot of people book it out yet and my friend um found it for me and she was like hey like I found this venue they said that they're available for your date and that's the thing like also what people don't know like I I wanted to get married in October we wanted to get married in the fall but Jenna and Tanner are a big part of our lives and they are in the wedding industry and they this were- has guilted me forever <laughs> because this is not the first I've had two friends who have done this so far and I'm like I feel so guilty but literally I mean literally everything worked out but she was like okay if you want to get married in, in the fall um it has to be September 30th or October 1st that's literally the only dates I have available that I'm not shooting a wedding and I was like okay To be fair, I was like, you, I was like, I don't have to be there. Like, if you decide to get married and I can't come, that's okay. Like, but she, like, they still wanted to, like, they wanted us to be there. They were. But I wasn't like, (laughs) I wasn't like, you can't do it. Yeah, like, this (laughs) can't go on without me. 
yeah no definitely not but it and cole was very insistent on our anniversary being an october date so we were like october 1st it is but yeah we were getting a bunch of venues coming back to us and being like i have september 24th open and i'm like that's not gonna work like and i had already told like my makeup artist had moved a wedding around for me because she was like a friend and she was like oh i was scheduled for a wedding um and she like works on like a team and she was like but I can ask if somebody else can cover so I can be your artist and I was like I can't go back to her now and tell her it's September 24th like or any other date and that's so- the hardest thing is like whenever you have a date that you definitely want and you're just like trying to find the venue because I know a lot of people will like just be like oh I want it in the fall and then like whatever like, for our wedding, we were like, oh, we just went summer. And they gave us, like, four dates. And we are like, okay, right, just pick cool. one. Yeah. You guys had a year? Did a year for your wedding? Yeah. A year to plan? Yes. I feel like, do you feel, because I'm like, I, for planning in five months, like, that was 100% very stressful. Do you feel like it's stressful no matter what? Well, I got married when I was 20, and I had no money. And so I didn't really plan any of it. I just <laughs> kind of, my... Mom went to see a venue that her coworker had got married at, um, <laughs> and we were living in Hawaii at the time, which that's a whole other story. But um, it was just a barn. It was 2018, and she sent me pictures. She's like, "This is the one that is in our price range that like we're willing to like help you guys with." So like, here's the dates, good. and we're like, "Okay." And they had, like, a caterer that just worked at the place. Yeah. It's called the Chuck Wagon. Oh, baby. (laughs) (laughs) They're actually really good. Like, I went – I shot a wedding this year that they catered. At your venue? No. I've actually never been back there. Aw. Ever in my life. I actually don't know how to get there. (laughs) Um – I feel like I when I got engaged, I was like, wait, where was your wedding? And you're like, I don't know. I'm not (laughs) telling you. Um – the chuck wagon i shot a wedding that they catered this year and it was actually delicious and i was like oh nice but they just had that and my my mom also was like this is what you're getting you're getting the chicken and potatoes and we're like okay and then also um, wait that was like the gist of the wedding also fun fact is that cole my husband shot jenna they paid him, what did you say, like $250? Yeah, $250. I don't know if he was a junior in high school or a senior, if he had just graduated. 2018, I think, was his senior year. Oh, so he had just graduated. He had just graduated, and he was, like, into video, so he was our videographer. We gave him $250. We'll list no. Jenna to no, their we video in the show notes. Um, It's so funny. It's so funny. And, like, the transitions are so bad. There's so much stock footage. Oh, it's so, it's so bad. I love Cole so much, but it was, I mean. I mean, to be fair, we we also didn't give him a lot to work with. The wedding was just very, it was just, you know, it was what it was for 2018. And that is. And that's all I'm saying about that. That's all I'm saying. We definitely got off on a tangent there. And. We can do a full separate episode on weddings and debriefing my wedding, but it was wonderful. It was everything and more that I wanted. I went to Greece on my honeymoon, and that was also lovely. Again, could do a full episode on that um, and a little travel tips and everything. Maybe we should do like a travel tips episode. 
That'd be fun. We were going to do one about our travel horrors as well. And then we, we could combine it, like some horrors and some tips. Yes. Oh, that'll be so fun. I um, was just thinking about. Oh, God. There's so, so many, many scary, scary um, And then things. I guess another part of my life and my job, um, I work at a church, which we already mentioned earlier. It feels like weird knowing that just like other people could listen to this. So I don't really know if I want to say <laughs> what church I work at but if you know me you know what church I work at you already said it earlier yeah so I hope you were listening if you want to stalk me but um yeah I work at a church and I do all like the social media and marketing there I've been doing that since early 2019 so that's crazy that it's almost four years um let me just say this because I feel like a lot of times whenever I'm like meeting people and they're like oh how did like you guys get into like the creative field and I'm like oh because of our church like if you don't go to or know about modern churches like Mm -hmm. it might be hard to like understand like what we're talking about whenever we say like oh I'm on the creative team at church like Mm -hmm. oh I do video at church it's not like you're standing in the back of a sanctuary with a tripod and recording the sermon and then uploading it to Facebook. It's much more than that. It's very serious. And it's like very fun because literally our whole friend group has at one point worked at church. And so it's, we all kind of carry the same perspective, but we all really believe that the church should be the like the most beautiful art should come out of churches because we are inspired and encouraged by God. And as the creator, we feel like he just inspires us, inspires us. And therefore we should make beautiful things. And so, um, yeah, (laughs) I'm like, that being said, it's very creative. It's very like a lot of like experimental art. Like it's not just like recording a sermon and taking photos of the pastor on stage. There's so much more that goes into it. And like, I guess I've never thought about that just because I feel like I've been at, our church for so long that I'm like that that's just how churches are but I've even mm-hmm. like I grabbed coffee with somebody today that their church very much is like tripod work and uploading the message and he's like I have the same job as your husband and I'm like yeah you on paper you do for sure yeah but it is like our church had definitely has a very different approach which I love. yeah that was like something that was interesting whenever I guess, like, we were working there, and so Tanner was working there full-time doing video. I just, I don't even know how I got hired there. I think, honestly, what happened is our marketing person, like, quit, and then at the same time, I was like, I want more responsibility, and so they literally were like, okay, we'll take what this full-time person did and divide her responsibilities between Ashley and Jenna, Yes, and, and being, I like, just graphic design for Jenna. Yeah, I just somehow ended up there, which like was awesome. But like, um, that being said, like, there's a lot of people, like family members specifically, who would say stuff to us like, well, "What does Tanner even do? Like, doesn't he just work one day a week on Sunday and like record stuff?" And we were like, "No, no. like." It is, it was a bit, it's very demanding. It's very creatively, (laughs) yes. It can be very intense. Yes, like you are creating very large scale projects that include so many different people and audio and like, it's just very, it's a lot and it's, Mm. 
it's very good for learning, especially too, like what it takes to be in like the creative industry. One of like the things that is like so interesting about working for a church versus like just working for a brand like in the creative field is that like and I've said this since the beginning like I noticed this very early on that like you have to take into account people like when you're doing church creative stuff because you can't just like say to someone like oh you're not the look that we're going for so true it's so it's such this delicate dance and like people get their feelings hurt if they like slide up on the instagram story and they don't get like picked for a shoot and i'm like in my mind i'm like oh my gosh like i was gonna pick you for this next one like we just like again like it wasn't the vibe that we were going for for this one but like come around next one and they were like i'm never stepping foot in your church again because (laughs) you didn't respond to me and i'm like oh my gosh and it's like so hard because like you are on one side like trying to be an artist but also like obviously being a Christian on the other side of things and then it's like okay well because I didn't like the way that this went and I didn't like the way that you produced the art now I'm going to think that that reflects on like your faith and it's just like a weird balance a duality duality some may say yeah it is very interesting and then also oh this has been like the hardest struggle of the last four years is not getting confused in like your like as I don't know I feel like modern Christians say like not getting your quiet time with God or like your time that you just spend like between you just you and God mixed up with like being clocked in it's very very weird because you're just like I'm at church Sunday through Thursday like I'm literally in the house of God and it's like yeah but you're making an email (laughs) yes and also like not overworking yourself and then like equivalent is equivalenting a word yeah that sounds right you guys know what I mean um not like making your work effort like equal how like quote-unquote good of a Christian you are like oh I didn't get this done so like I'm not like serving the church not that anyone has ever said that (laughs) but it's just like a mental battle I guess yeah it's very interesting again we could go (laughs) we'll talk in another episode in another episode I could talk for hours about this because it is truly like I mean I before I was even employed at the church I think I attended the church for two or three years before that and like fell in love with it and was serving and everything and so I feel like when you're like and now that I'm like volunteer but like servant leader like you're everybody wants to work for church they're like oh my gosh like I love serving like so much it would just be so nice to get paid for this and I was for sure in that like position where I was like it would just be so fun and um, and then like the opportunity came and I was so thankful and I am still so, so thankful, but I think I was very naive in the beginning. <laughs> um, all of that to say it is so fun and, uh, getting to do it. Cause like, even though Jen and Tan don't work there anymore, like Tanner, especially like, and Jenna has before too, like still help us. Yeah, not me. <laughs> you take photos sometimes. <laughs> she said, mm, don't give me credit. Um, but Tanner like will help us on video projects and again like because my husband Cole still like works at church with me too 
um, because we're still in charge of different things. Like when we have a project, um, we're like, hey, like you guys want to help? And so um, it's very fun that we still get to like collaborate. But yeah, I think it's time for Jenna when she's done chomping to tell us about herself. I can stop talking about myself now. Hello. Sorry, I was eating my ice. Um, The reason that I was eating the ice is because I am 38 weeks pregnant and I, my pregnancy curving is eating ice. Before you tell me that it's bad for your tea. <laughs> no, not that. Oh. That it's because I'm iron deficient. I'm not iron deficient, okay? She takes her liver every <laughs> single day. <laughs> My midwife t- tests me. I'm not iron deficient. I just <laughs> like eating ice since and I've been pregnant. there's nothing wrong with that. And that's okay. One of my biggest fears about after I give birth is that I'm not going to like ice anymore. Because Didn't you like it beforehand? No. Like oh. Tanner always chewed it. And, like, I never understood it. Like, I would always finish a drink, and then he would be like, can I have your ice? And I'd be like, yeah. Like, what? Like, it's so bizarre to me. And, like, his whole family always chewed ice, and I was just like, I don't get it. I always liked my drinks to be cold, but I never chewed on the ice. Mm. And now, like, I'm not kidding you. It is, like, truly one of the highlights of my day. (laughs) And I'm so scared of not liking it after pregnancy. It's, like, actually a true fear of mine because I also feel like it, like, satisfies the craving for, like, a crunchy, like, treat. Mm, That's Not that I'm, like – It's, like, another form of ice cream. Yeah, it's not that I'm, like, trying to restrict my eating or whatever because I would get canceled real fast if I said that. (laughs) But (laughs) I – I just feel like whenever I, like, want something crunchy, it's the perfect crunch. It's the perfect little treat. It's the perfect little treat. Um, the Chick-fil-A so ice. The Chick-fil-A you- ice. I've been buying it in bags. If you didn't know that you can get it in bags, just go there and just say, can I get a bag of ice? For, like, $3, right? It's not even that. It's, like, one fifty or something. Oh, my gosh. It's so cheap. And That's then also so- the sheets. So some sheets have it, some don't. But the sheets that do have it, it's, like, in the little round pellets, very similar to Chick-fil-A. That actually is probably my favorite. Ooh. I so, love Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And that's free, baby. <laughs> I know. I just go in and get the extra large cups, and I fill up, like, three of them, and I take them home. I put them in my ice dispenser in my fridge, and then it comes out of the fridge, like, a People literally are buying, like, those ice makers on Amazon for, like, $500. They're $500. Yeah. And that's Jenna's gonna be- just going to see. <laughs> That's going to be our sponsor is the ice machine. Oh, my God. That would be That would be your dream. Awesome. You're like, please send me one to try. Um, as long as I still like ice. But anyways, yes, I am very pregnant. Um, I could have my baby any day now. We did not know if we were going to get a podcast episode in before she had the baby. Yes. We are very thankful that she has stayed longer. <laughs> um, the baby is a girl. Her name is Montana June. Um, and that is the name that my husband and I picked out in high school, um, before ever going to Montana, we just liked it and also liked the vibe of the state. But then we went there and like, not, this is not that we were trying to force it or anything. It is actually a favorite place on earth, hands down. And we've been a lot of places. You have. So it really just made sense. You went back to back years in mm-hmm. like the, in the fall too. Yes. So it just proved – it really solidified your love. Yes. We love it so much. So anyways. um, Why June? June is the month we got married. So cute. 
Um, like we were saying before, we got married very young. We met in high school. So we have been together almost 10 years now, which is crazy. That's so wild. And we've been married for four and a half. And yeah, we shoot weddings. That's our job. Like we were saying before, um, I do photo and my husband does video. So that's kind of like whenever we got started at the church, he was doing video there. Also, he had never, like, that story is crazy in and of itself is that, like, he had never done video and our pastor was like, Tanner, you should do video. And he was just like. And I'm going to pay you for it, too. Yeah, he was like, I'll give you a full-time job. And he was like, okay. And Which is just, like, very Tanner. (laughs) Yes, because he, like went to like this weird fake business school for travel and hospitality management which like truly like I would love you know we should do an episode about college like being stupid and like yes a scam and how you should never make an 18 year old decide what they're gonna do with the rest of their lives but he went to school for that so like after school it was like what's up like is he gonna manage a hotel I don't know. Well, then he, after he graduated, isn't that like when you guys went to Hawaii? No, it was during his school. He had to do an externship, which oh is gosh. like an internship externally from the school. So you're like we out of the continental U.S. We did go to Hawaii for him to work for that. Um, that was for like three months. Um, so that was like a good thing that came out of the college experience the college experience but also um he didn't end up doing that and he also literally hated working at the hotel like he was just like what am i doing i can't even i mean any like desk job for him like i truly could not even imagine i know it's shocking to be fair he like wanted to become like a travel like agent agent Mm. or like someone who like plans like trips for others that would be a lot of fun i would love to do that on the side there's so many different things I, like, hear about it, and I'm like, that would be so much fun. Ashley and I both are obsessed with, like, having stupid jobs. We both, <laughs> But, like, like, we can't. No, we both have great jobs that we truly do love, but we're like, why would, don't we go be a barista for the local coffee shop? The barista shop? <laughs> is calling us. Okay. Well, okay. Let me finish this really quick. So, Tanner and I lived here in Pittsburgh, worked at the church, but just recently, um... In June, we decided to move back to our hometown, which is where Cole is from. Mm -hmm. It's about an hour away from where we used to live. And we bought a house, and it works out perfectly because, like, Cole's family lives there. So, like, Cole and Ashley will come visit us, and they can see the family, and it's just, like, good vibes. But it's, like, very small town, very, like, Gilmore Girls vibes. Very Gilmore Girls. And there's this coffee shop there that we love. And it's for sale now. (laughs) Wait, Tanner texted us, I think, yesterday about it. And so, yeah, they posted that it was for sale. And Jenna and I were texting and we were like, Jenna, if it's $10,000, we are buying it. Let me just be clear. It's not the building that's for sale. It's just the business. So we were like, we don't really know what that means or how much that goes for. Yeah. Like, I don't know if Tanner and I could just sell our business and just put a price tag on it. Like, that's so it weird. It just to think doesn't about. 
really like make sense. So we were like, yeah, if it's ten thousand dollars, we're gonna buy it. We're gonna buy it, and we're <laughs> gonna run this coffee shop. We like we're so serious about it. And Tanner was definitely with us. Cole was like, we don't even oh. like, live in Ligonier. We're like, why are we gonna buy a coffee shop? But I was like, no, we're doing it. And then Tanner texted our group chat yesterday, and he was like, I talked to the guy that owns the coffee shop, and they want $75,000 Okay, that's it. just for the business. And then, like, you have to pay rent and stuff, like, to the building. Okay, but what's included in that? Was it, like, the espresso said, machine yeah. and everything? Yeah. Okay. But here's the thing. Tanner actually really wants to open, like, a different vibe of coffee shop that's, like, more of a hangout space and, like, also has, like, some food and, like mm-hmm. – other stuff so we've gotten like between cole and i and like jen and tan have discovered things within ligonier oh, oh i just said words you said it it's it, fine it's fine um within the last year and we're like this is the spot like and that coffee shop is one of them we're like this is perfect they have the best dirty chais and then jen and tan discovered a shop that had the best sandwiches we all were able to go together one time before they were like, we're just going to become a bakery now. No more sandwiches. <laughs> like, are you freaking kidding me? And then our coffee shop restricted their hours too. And then now they want to sell. So we're like, are they going to close? Like, there's just a lot of, we've had a lot of things ripped away from us. Yeah. And we're like, okay, we can do this, like, but better. Yeah. Like we, the problem with our friend group is that we all are very like entrepreneurial minded and like that's our starting this podcast like (laughs) none of us are like locked into a career forever at all like we're all just like very much i mean like wants to do video for however long but he says to me all the time he's like i want to get like my teaching degree and go teach art like at a school yeah i'm like 40 like five and i'm like oh okay yeah And, like, all of us just have so many, like, random ideas. Like, I am constantly saying how I just, like, want to be, like, a mom influencer, which... Not again. That's also controversial because people say you're exploiting your kids. But, (laughs) like... There's two sides to every coin. (laughs) There's just so many things that I'm just, like, I want to share this. Like, so, anyways, I guess that's my spiel. Is there anything else that I should say about myself? Um, I think you're forgetting a very important member of your family. <laughs> your dog. <laughs> He's very influential yes. in our friend group. We have a dog. His name is Buddy. He's an 11-year-old, very fat beagle. <laughs> that is, we adopted him four years ago, and he has quite the reputation. <laughs> I, He's I been mean, on his deathbed for the past four years, but also not at the same time. He goes through phases. Like, when they first got him, I feel like you would agree. Like, he was, like, full of life. And oh, then I he, feel like when we first first got him, he was dead. Like, was dead. I was like, okay, you're like I was like, he's long. got a few months. Like, we're giving him. You're we're good. really good Samaritans here. Yeah. And then he'll just go through phase. I think it made this maybe was during COVID, but we would take him, like, on hikes. And we the key was to slap his butt. Yeah, where, like, we'd just give him a few pats, like, he would, like, a horse or something, and he would really get going, and we are like, he's alive! Yes. He's a new dog! Then there'll be times when Tanner and I are like, we probably don't have much longer with him, and then he just comes back to life, but he's just quite the character, and yeah. It always makes, like, I don't know, yeah, he really has his own personality, and he's been the sheriff, uh, he's been an egg, and yes, like his middle carried, name is Egg. He's, he's carried, carried a lot of 
names in the friend group, but he is a very important part of the soldier's life, and I'm very excited to see how he interacts with Monty. <laughs> he's not going to acknowledge her whatsoever. I promise you, this is what he's going to do. I'll video it. He will sniff her head for three seconds, turn away, and never ever look at her again. I really want to know how he's going to be during birth. My dad's going to come get him once uh, I start having contractions, okay. because I just am like terrified oh by the way i'm giving birth at home controversial um but i just like am picturing like i'm like you know maybe in a hard spot during labor and like he just like sees a deer outside and he's just like howling and like tanner has to leave me and stuff i'm just gonna be annoyed so that's a good idea when i first start like having like some consistent contractions my dad will come get him because i'm just like i can't yeah, no, that's a good idea. Well, that is a lot to know about us. And <laughs> that was a good intro. I that feel. was a great intro. We definitely went off on some tangents, but we will like definitely dive into all of those different topics between like marriage, working at a church, pregnancy, and then travel. Oh, the travel ones I'm so excited for just because I feel like we have such a good amount of stories. Oh my gosh, yeah. And a big thing that we really want to do that a lot of the podcasts that we love to listen to do is like have listener submitted stories. That is like so entertaining because like it's just like a new story every 10 minutes. We're hoping that after we like release a few episodes and like start building up like some some listeners that we can then start doing some story episodes because – they're just so fun to listen to, and we have some good ideas for topics. So, yeah, that is definitely one of our goals moving forward. Yeah. I think overall goal is that we just want to have fun, and we just want to connect with other people, again, like through stories and everything. And like I said, just have the, the audio recordings for years to come. Uh, years yeah. and years Also, let me just say that the world of podcasts is, like, growing so much. Like, I can't remember even, like, any of the actual statistics, but, like, it's taking over the world. I genuinely remember as of, like, 2020, I mean, maybe I was living under a rock. No, like, I I literally only listened to, like, sermons on podcasts. I'm like, that's what they're for. Like, that's what podcasts are for, just, like, churches to upload, like, their Sunday sermon. So if I missed a Sunday or if I wanted to listen to, like, my home church, I'd, like, listen to their, like, sermon. But outside of that, like, I never listen to, like, commentary podcasts at all. Never. And, like, now I feel like it's, like, just, like, an opportunity waiting to happen. Yeah. The one podcast that we listen to, like, they're always saying, like, we just did this on a whim and, like, now it's our job. And, like, if you have – the desire to do it, just do it and stick with it. Yeah. So we're so doing it. So if this it. becomes our job one day, we would not be mad about it. because we're, we're prophesying. Trying to be, we're prophesying. We're proclaiming. We're uh, manifesting. manifesting. I was like, what's the last one? Yeah. Also, we are not manifesting um, slash what's your sign astrology girlies. girlies. So Sorry if don't that turns worry. off some of our... If audience, you are, don't listen. Do not. <laughs> you I'm are just welcome kidding. here. We just, we just don't get it. <laughs> we just are not interested. <laughs> okay. 
Well, well, this has been fun. Thanks for listening to our first episode, and we will see you next week. There's my dog to sign us off. <laughs> All right, we Bye. love you. Bye.